0: If you can remember back a little more than a year ago, when I did a preaching series on prayer related to the next step cards, the working definition I gave of prayer was conforming ourselves to the will of God. Everything related to prayer is related to conforming ourselves to the will of God. A lot of times it's asking God what his will is, receiving that, trying to accept it and choose it, getting the grace we need from God to carry out his will, giving him all of our desires and needs so that he can purify those, so that he can turn them so that we desire what he desires, so that we can adore him and bless him for his will. However, in order to conform ourselves to the will of God, a foundational practice that we have to develop is recognizing the voice of God. There are, generally, three different voices you might hear in prayer. And when I say voice, I don't mean that you're hearing somebody speaking to you. When we talk about voices in prayer, what we mean are subtle pulls on our heart and our mind that we learn to realize are not from ourselves. So three voices you might hear in prayer. One is the Lord himself, who is pulling on your heart or on your mind, trying to help you know who he is and conform yourself to his will. Another voice would be the voice of the evil one, who is always tempting us and lying to us, trying to pull us away from the Lord, trying to give us bad information. And the third voice would be our own voice. We might say, oh yeah, that's God speaking to me when in fact it's just our own biases or desires, or in rare cases, it's a form of mental illness pulling on us in a different direction. To pray, we have to learn to differentiate those three voices. We have to learn what is the voice of God so that I can be attentive to that voice, I can focus in on that voice, listen to and accept that voice. In order to do so in order to differentiate that voice from our own voice particularly, and from the evil one, we often have to start outside of ourselves. If we start inside ourselves, then it's very easy to identify the voice of God with whichever voice is telling me what I want to hear. I don't know how you experience your humanity, but I experience myself as a sinner who is corrupted by the things of this world. And so, if I were just to say, oh, I hear this voice telling me to do what I want to do, I've learned over time not to trust that. Because it's very easy to just confirm my biases. So, to recognize the voice of God, we have to start outside of ourselves so that somebody can give us external feedback, external information about what the voice of God sounds like, so that we can recognize the authentic voice of God. The most important place to start would probably be the Scriptures. Because we describe the Scriptures as the Word of God. God speaks to us in the Scriptures. So if He is speaking to us in the Scriptures, God does not speak out of both sides of His mouth. The voice of God is not going to contradict itself if we read the scriptures, if we learn to recognize particularly who Jesus is and what his voice sounds like in the Gospels and what his voice sounds like in the other books of the Bible, then we have an external check on these voices. And we can say, oh, this voice that I'm hearing telling me to do this thing, it contradicts what God would have me do. So that must not be the voice of God. That must be either my own bias or the evil one tempting me. Instead, I'm going to listen to the voice that most conforms with the scriptures. Our second reading provides us an incredible example of what this could look like. Our second reading talks about how our bodies are members of Christ. St. Paul is writing to the Corinthians, who were the most hedonistic society in the ancient Mediterranean world. They were falling into all sorts of sin based on pleasure. And so he's writing to them, and he's basically arguing against the idea that you can sin against your body harmlessly. That you can do sins of the flesh, and it doesn't hurt anybody, so it's fine. Where have you heard that argument recently? Our own society falls into this all the time. I can do this. It doesn't hurt anybody. What I do in my own house is fine. You don't have to worry about it. St. Paul says, no, you are part of the body of Christ, so your sins of the flesh affect the body of Christ. Now, that's the Word of God. So, in this post-sexual revolution world, when people say, well, how dare you have anything to say about how I use my body, we would say, well, that's not the voice of God. Lots of people say, look, I feel like I need to do this. This is what I feel like doing. How can you question that? And we would say, look man, you gotta live your own life, but the voice you're listening to is not the voice of God. Because the voice of God is right here in the scriptures. Now beyond the scriptures, we also rely on holy people to help us recognize the voice of God. There are those who have come before us who know what it's like to speak with and be with the Lord. They know who He is and what His voice sounds like. And so a lot of times we need to check our experiences with these people. This is a primary reason why I keep pushing small group membership, getting together with other people to speak about your prayer life or the Scriptures. Because then you can talk about, yeah, the Lord spoke to me through this, or this is what it sounded like when he spoke to me, or this is how God has been working with me. You can hear from other Christians and other holy people. You can talk about what the voice of God sounds like. In our scriptures, that's what we see with St. John the Baptist, pointing St. Andrew toward Jesus. St. John the Baptist says, look, that's the Lamb of God. Well, everybody knew John the Baptist was holy, The man was preaching repentance and the forgiveness of sins. He was baptizing people and bringing them back to God. And so when he says, that's God, that's what God looks like, that's what God sounds like, well, of course, they believe him because he's a holy man. We have holy people among us. We all, hopefully, if we're here, striving for holiness. We can listen to each other. Or Samuel going to Eli. The scriptures have this wonderful phrase. They say, at that time, Samuel was not familiar with the Lord because the Lord had not revealed anything to him as yet. It's all of us when we first start out in prayer. We don't know what the Lord sounds like. We got to ask. Ask the scriptures. Ask the church. Ask our brothers and sisters in Christ. And so Samuel has no idea what's going on. He goes to Eli and Eli says, Oh, that's, that's what the Lord sounds like. That's what we have to do. We would also say in the Catholic tradition, the voices of the saints are particularly important. Reading the biographies or the lives of the saints helps us understand what it looked like for God to speak to that individual. And by reading about their lives, we can learn better what the life of prayer might look like, or the life of holiness might look like. Finally, I'd say we can learn the voice of God through our experience. And I'd say, other than listening to the church, which I've always been attentive to, this is how I learned to recognize the voice of God. And that's through experience. A lot of times you'll feel those prompts. You'll feel, oh, I need to go talk to that person, or I need to go do this thing, or I shouldn't have left this undone. And I spent plenty of my high school and college years ignoring that voice. It's fine. It's fine. But then, every now and again, I'd listen to it. And when I listened to it, things went well for me. I could see the Holy Spirit work. I could see people grow or improve or change. I could see God bless somebody through the action I took or the words that I spoke. And over time, I learned what the voice of God sounded like. I learned what my own impulsive nature sounded like. When I would act on that voice, things would not go well for me. But then I learned what the voice of the Holy Spirit sounded like. Because when I acted on that voice... Things happened and people were blessed. My friends, the Lord is always with us. The Lord is the one who does all of the work of salvation in this world. But He desires to do that with you as a co worker. He wishes to speak with you always and everywhere into your experiences, into your joys, into your struggles. The Lord is always speaking. But as sinful human beings, we have to learn how to listen. The time that you spend reading the scriptures, speaking with your fellow Christians, learning about the saints, acting on and trying to live out the moral voice of the Lord, that time you spend is never wasted. Because the more you do it, the more you will recognize the voice of God who is always at everywhere, speaking into your lives and speaking into your hearts.